Ladies and gentlemen, good morning. Welcome to the scoop here on Thursday, the 26th of August. How are we all doing? I hope that you've had a good night's sleep. I hope you're well rested. I hope you've had a good breakfast this morning. I hope you've had a coffee or tea or water or whatever it is that you're drinking. Good morning. Welcome. We are Ice Cream Uploads. We go live each and every single weekday at 10. Quarter to 11. That's got to be a record, no? Quarter to 11? Yeah? No? Ah, it don't matter anyway. It's 10 a.m. ish every single, each and every single weekday. At Twitch.tv/slash/askreenuploads, every single weekday. You can, you know the drill. You know the drill by now. We're like 440 episodes by this point. So, for you guys that are potentially new around here, I appreciate you stopping by. Um, but yeah, it's it's Thursday. Uh, GG Bibby on timekeeping says Tito. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. We've just had a busy week. Do you know what I mean? This week has been chocker. So, it, well, every single week is a ch is a chocker week. Do you know what I mean? If it wasn't, we wouldn't be in a job. Therefore, there will be no streams. Therefore, I will have no money to have to pay my internet bill. But you 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 got to appreciate it, and you got to appreciate these times where it's just coming thick and fast. Because last year, nothing was happening, and I just spent ninety five percent of my time on a golf course. Nowadays, I'm spending ninety five percent of my time in this room. But we're giving you good content, so that's the kind of payoff in it. Um, I'm going to go through the chat because people came through in nice and early. You, we all know the drill by now. You can find us each and every single weekday at twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads at 10 a.m. ish. It's now 5 to 11, so it's still relatively in the 10 a.m. time. Um, if you are listening, if you are watching this on Twitch and you, you have to leave, you have to go and do some jobs, you have to actually go and listen to and join into calls, then obviously you can find us on any of our podcast services, including YouTube, but also not excluding the likes of Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. They'll go live about an hour or so after the show's finished. So, yeah, you can find all of us on all of those things. And obviously, if you are listening to any of the podcast services, if they've got a rating system, please do feel free to rate us. Leave a comment under there. It'll just make sure that other people are able to find the show as well. It's not just you guys. It's not just the Twitter guys. Everyone else has an opportunity to be able to listen to my my Mancunian voice, Graham's Uddersfield gravy voice. And we're good to go then, do you know what I mean? We'll have more people coming in and get involved with the conversation. That's exactly what we want. That's exactly why we do this each and every single week. We give you the opportunity to be able to join in on our conversations. There isn't that many people that let you do podcasts these days that are, that's live. Do you know what I mean? Like, I know we might not be the biggest podcast in the world, but we're definitely the biggest one when it comes to going live at not 10 a.m. But there isn't that many people who do live podcasts that let you join in on the podcast and showing your opinions. Like, There's never really two sides of the coin. That's what I think we do differently. We'll let you guys get involved. We can have a debate. We can have an argument. But then at the end of the day, we all high-five and hug and we go for a pint afterwards, which is exactly what you want. So, ladies and gentlemen, as I said, it's Thursday. We've got three news articles to go through. One of them is an absolute doozy because it's all the stuff that we, were, that we ended up watching yesterday at Gamescom. It is the best bits, so there will be a lot of stuff that would have been stripped out as well. But it's enough for us to be able to get a conversation going. Do you know what I mean? So I'll start with the comments. Tito's in here nice and early. Surprisingly, yes, it is when I replied back the same morning. Um, this is in really dark blue, so I can't see it on the black background. It says, Kevin Ashburner, love to you from Auckland, New Zealand. Is that right? New Zealand? I think I've got that right. My geography is terrible. So if I have got it right, good morning. Good morning. Um, Chapper says, imagine what this legend would say if he knew that the PlayStation 3 would have produced a better game than the PlayStation 5 era. Do you know what? I can hard disagree with that because most of the games that was out on PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 wasn't that great. 
there wasn't that many good pe- uh, football games or PES games that were great on the Xbox 360. I don't know what it was. It went from PlayStation 2, which was all absolute fire. It moved over to the next gen then. Didn't really do that much. And so I will hard disagree with you on that one. Um, Lotus says, no luck catching them swans then. No, never, never. Uh, Madge says, another dollop with the one and only Bibby with a star. Yeah, it's just me today. Obviously, Graham is still off, which is obviously why he's not here. Um, that's why I'm holding down the fort until he arrives again. Uh, so what we're saying is Graham is holding up us. You- <laughs> You're holding us up usually. No, it's not genuinely. We're both just super busy. We're just super, super busy. Um, so it sometimes our calendars don't exactly sync up with each other. Um, so it's difficult to be able to say, right, we're going to go live at this time because something always ends up coming up. So it's hard. Like he might be ready at 10 o'clock, but then I might be doing something until quarter to 11. So it's just, it's just finding the balance. It's just finding the balance. Uh, FIFA 11 to 14 and PES uh, 2013. So what he's saying is that of the seven games that came out on the Xbox 360, only PES 2013 was worth playing because without patches, it really wasn't put that disc in now. Put that, put the PES 13 disc in now on your console and play it because it plays not very well. I believe me, that is from experience, very recent experience. I love you know. I think we ended up streaming it last. When was it? I, I streamed PES 2013. Was it maybe four months ago? Like the Xbox 360 version, and then thought, no fuck this. I'm playing the PC version, so I ended up patching it to high hell, so it actually plays with all the data packs that it had towards the end of the lifespan. Uh, Bibbs's chat bot on. That's why you're in here, Tito. That is why you're in here. I need to turn this diffuser off because I'm getting smoked out in here. There we go. It smells really nice, but it it because it's such a small room, it kind of kills you off after a while. Um, so yeah, uh, but chatbot is currently loading up now, so that will be live sometime in the next thirty or forty seconds. Also, yesterday during Gamescom, my PC died and blue screened. It did it again this morning. So my PC is definitely on its way out. 100% need a new CPU. However, I did some driver updates this morning. And some of them hadn't been updated since 2019. (laughs) So hopefully that will bridge the gap. And some things may hopefully be repaired and work better now. Um, So we could be well on our way. Hopefully it doesn't die during this stream. Because that will be terrible. Um, Lotus says, they make your room well well humid. I got one. It does feel like I'm about to go into stars in your eyes. It, there is just it is just like a little mini smoke machine, um, but apart from that, it it does the job. Do you know what I mean? You don't have to have it on all day. Um, it is what it is. Adds is there nice and early as well. Anyway, 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 you've come here for video game news. We've been live for fourteen minutes, which about ten of those is probably the 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 intro, the the, the holding sleeve screen and stuff like that. You guys want video game news that's exactly what i'm going to give you make sure that you have got yourselves a nice snack because this is a long article i've got myself a drink so there will be pauses in between it there is a lot to go through here um i'm warning you in advance but while i'm right while i'm typing well i'm sorry while i'm typing while i'm talking if there's anything that stands out make sure you drop it in the chat because we're going to go through your comments as i said this is an opinion show talk show it's not just me and graham usually waffling it does take up about 60% of the show, but we want you guys to get involved as well. So if there's anything that jumps out as we're reading through it, put it in the chat. We'll have a conversation. We'll read it back at the same time. How's about that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, let's go. Black screen, good start. Uh, It'll come back on in a second. Don't worry about it. Do not worry about it. Do not worry about it. It will load them. It will load in, I think. It usually takes a second or two. There we go. 
There we go. That was more, definitely more than a second or two, but it definitely takes its time. <laughs> I apologize. You guys that listen to some podcast services, you're already getting half a show here. You are only getting half a show. Uh, anyway, all the best bits from Gamescom Opening Night Live, written by Tom Phillips over at Eurogamer. Miss Jeff Keeley's Gamescom Opening Night Live. Not to worry. Here's a rundown of all the highlights. Tonight's pre-show began with King of Fighters 15, which launches on September, uh, sorry, February. Where did it get September from then? 17th of February. Bus Simulator 2021, which turns up on the 7th of September. And Nobody Saves the World going guacamole. Developer Drinkbox Studio, uh, Drinkbox Studios coming early 2022. We also got our first look at uh, House of Ashens, the third Dark Pictures anthology game, coming on the 22nd of October. And it's a monster, which you can get as a plastic statue. On to the main event then, which kicked off uh, with a dramatically rebooted Saints Row. Right, I'm going to play this trailer. No music, obviously, because it did have some um, it did have some DMCA music right in there. Let's get to the good bit. Get to the good bit. Here we go. On to the main event then, which kicked off with a dramatically rebooted Saints Row. It's coming on the 25th of February, and it's designed around four-player co-op. A cross-gen game coming to PC. Place, I apologise, hiccup there. PlayStation and Xbox. It has upgradable vehicles, wingsuits, and over-the-top combat. Martin recently got a glimpse on a few more details, which we won't click into because that'll just be take you into a separate article. Uh, moving on then, Firax, this is Marvel. And you know what? I'm going to skip this. I'm going to skip this bit because I've got a news article that I want to pull out because this was one of the standouts from the show, in my opinion. So I want to talk a little bit more about that one. Um, so we'll skip that for the time being. Halo Infinite's multiplayer got a snazzy CGI trailer showing off the game's first free-to-play free season and shock that leaked 8th of September. Start again. That leaked on the 8th of September, one day before Bibby's birthday. Get that in your calendars. Restate was made official. There's also going to be a Master Chief Elite controller, snazzy Xbox Series X limited edition console coming the 15th of November because... Of course, I also noticed that uh, Jordan ended up picking one up as soon as the show finished. As predicted, anything Halo is going to go out and buy. 480 sheets uh, taken out of his wallet. He's in all. He's in day one. Do you know what I mean? He is in day one. Uh, tonight's biggest PlayStation news was that Horizon for Forbidden West arrived. Uh, let me take a quick sugary drink because I can already feel my mouth going a little bit, you know, west. Mmm. Okay, we're back in the game. Tonight's biggest PlayStation news was that Horizon Forbidden West arrived for both PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 on the 18th of February 2022, a delay from its previous 2021 date. While you wait, Horizon Zero Dawn has gained 50, uh, sorry, 60 FPS patch on PS5 and Aloy will join Genshin Impact on the 1st of September. Shout out to Vern because I know that he uh, is currently playing through this. So he probably will need to update this and play it in a magical 60 frames a second. Perhaps on his big TV in the front room in 4K. Who knows? But that is available for all you guys that potentially haven't picked up Horizon Zero Dawn. You now have the best available way to be able to play that game. Change in place, sorry, change in pace. Devolver Digital revealed Cult, uh, Cult of the Lamb, a dark cartoon mix of dungeon crawling and base building. It's coming in 2022. Elsewhere, Lara Croft creator Tony Gard has resurfaced with a new game called Dream Cycle, which enters early access next month. Persona 5's Magana is paid DLC in Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania. And we've got a look at all 12 party games in the compilation. Yes, Monkey Target is included. 
Uh, Ubisoft's uh, Riders Republic beta is now live to everyone until the 28th of August. We learned, Martin, uh, sorry, we learned, Martin Publisher uh, published a preview today and said it might be the best extreme sports game in an age. That's exciting. After a year of waiting to see more from Lego Star Wars, the Sky, Skywalker Saga, well, there's another wait until spring 2022 for its final release. Still, it looks ambitious and a whole lot of fun. It does actually look amazing. I can't wait to pick that one up. That's definitely one of the baby games. Uh, Dokev, an eye-catchingly Pokemon-style game from the makers of Black Desert Online with some truly astounding visuals and what looks like a lot <laughs> looks like a lot of fun way to get about. As for monsters and battling, well, we'll have to wait to see more, but for now, it looks like one to watch. I was torn on that one. I was torn on that one because it looked a bit too batshit crazy, but I needed to know more of the premise, like, is it a hack and slash? Is it a turn-based game? Like, it didn't look like it was turn-based. I'm just throwing that out there as an example of what we could have come to expect from a game like that. Uh, but April O'Neil is an available character in the promising Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. That is definitely a standout game for me as well. That's one that I definitely want to play in the arcade cabinet with G, back in the Jelly offices. Uh, Amazon announced that an open beta for New World and showed off another trailer. We also got a release date for Jurassic Park Evolution 2, which is coming to PC. PlayStation and Xbox on the 9th of November so we haven't got too far away to wait for that one. A fresh Age of Empires 4 trailer showed off the Holy Roman Empire and the Rus. Meanwhile a fun story trailer for Far Cry 6 gave us more Gus Fring or rather Giancarlo Esposito and some equality exposition exposition as to the villain's background, Jesus Christ. Um, so yeah, that, that was another game that I was really looking forward to. Graphically, it looks like a Far Cry 4 game. It looks like an Xbox 360 game in some instances. However, Far Cry games are fantastic in my opinion. So regardless of what it looks like, I'm still going to be giving it a go. I imagine it probably might look a little bit better on PlayStation 5, Xbox and maybe any of the new graphics cards but yeah far cry 6 you can't really say much more about it. it's a far cry game they are usually fantastic you either love them or you hate them i'm all in the the, the loving them camp so yeah i definitely will be giving this a whirl valheim's first major update hearth and home is out next month on 16th of september with lots of goodies for those who like food yay and cooking i guess I love cooking. Uh, park Beyond coming to uh, coming 2022 is a new theme park management game from Tropico 6 developer Limbic Entertainment. Uh, Limbic, sorry, Limbic Entertainment coming to uh, coming in 2022 at PC, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and S. The park Beyond, I think, is the one that looks great. There was another one that looked not so great. Or was that the one? I can't remember. It, that might have been the one that didn't look so great. I can't, yeah. Can't remember. Splitgate Season Zero adds a new map, new mode, and starts now. Developer 1047 Games announced. Uh, Jet the Far Shore. Uh, Jet, my, my name Jeff. That was the one. Wasn't it? That was the one that looked like Jeff. <laughs> Uh, Jeff the Far Shore, the Super Brothers, is coming to PC via the Epic Games Store on PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5 on the 5th of October. There is also a Jumanji video game based on the original movie Game Board. Uh, board game? Game Board? <laughs> Fucking hell. Woo! I clearly haven't slept enough. I'll start again. There's a Jumanji video game based on the original movie board game, but there's nothing to... But there's nothing... And nothing with The Rock and staying in the jungle. A King Louis in-game event is coming to fall, guys. Uh, from the 3rd to the 2nd... Uh, what is going on here? 
the four guys uh, from the 3rd to the 12th of September with various outfits from Disney's The Jungle Book. Uh, just before the end of the show, we learned that the stylish broiler Sifu is coming on the 22nd of February 2022, or 22 uh, And then something about Death Stranding ending the show, which I'm not going to go into because it's, it's more Death Stranding. What more do you need? Um... But yeah, it was a jam-packed show. Personally, it was. A, I thought it was an eight. I thought it was a great show overall. The the ending let it down more than anything because it, they managed to cram in more Death Stranding, which we didn't really need to know more about. Like, fair enough, you got a director's cut coming out. There's a whole new area of of content that's going to be coming into it. But it felt like it was shoehorned in as like a favour to his best mate. And then at the very end of that, is putting out announcements about him being in uh, certain other pro projects as well. It. It, it just screamed a little bit too much towards his ego. And I actually really like Jeff Keighley. I think he's probably one of the best presenters out there. I just feel like it's potentially time to invite more people on board for opening that live. I understand COVID situations. You're probably not allowed 50 people in your studio to be able to present stuff at different opportunities. But I feel like we genuinely, genuinely got spoiled um, with uh, the EA Play, I think it was. Um, with Xavier Woods coming out and presenting, I feel like his energy. Uh, we need energy like that on the stage. It's if it, it, it was a good show. I like what they've shown. I like how how quick and snappy it was compared to the night before with the Xbox One. Um, the show overall, the the shown some of the gameplay. Sometimes it was thirty seconds. Sometimes it was three minutes. They had a quick talk about it afterwards, which lasted no longer than two minutes, and they was back onto the next game again. That for me is how a show should flow. It shouldn't be a ten minute conversation with someone from the dev team like that. Feel it just makes you feel a little bit too disjointed. That stuff for me should be reserved for on demand content. Like if you want to know more about um splitgate and the how the developers are getting a, getting around and going through covid and stuff like that that stuff should be reserved for after the show or on a, a video on demand podcast like so you'll be able to pick that up as and when especially if you are a fan of that franchise i don't think it should be put in there to try and prolong the show the show should be as entertaining as possible and you don't want peaks and troughs you don't want this is great this is great this is shit this is shit this is going on far too long this far too long okay this looks good like the hype moments it, you know what? It was a, a complete role reversal because I was. We spoke about this on the Xbox One. I'm going to get to your comments in a second. I appreciate. I appreciate. I can see it ticking over, um, but we talked about this on f on what day we on now Thursday. So we talked about this on Tuesday. I don't like the fact nowadays in video games, especially in conferences, they're leaving the best stuff to last because all you're doing is the negativity. Like the the Halo one was possibly one of the biggest ones that I've seen so far. An Xbox conference, you expect to see. Halo front and center and they didn't even show it so you think this is going to be the one last thing you get to the end of the show this is going to be the one last thing okay Falls has been shown now Halo's definitely next and then the show ends with no Halo like I know the day the next day it got shown off which is fantastic because the Halo crowd deserved to be able to see something like this but in terms of hosting a show I'll never understand why they put the best thing to last because all you're doing especially if you're watching it from home people can't get to conventions nowadays so they're having to digest this through the ice cream uploads um, as we do our watch-alongs or just watching it natively on Twitch or YouTube. And you can just ha you can just see the comments on the right-hand side and the people disliking the videos and stuff like, why would you give yourself a negative reputation for the sake of just building towards something? And then if that one thing doesn't get shown, just show it first and then when the people who come to see that thing what see it, chance that they'll probably leave. They'll dip. They'll only come to see the Halo stuff. And the Xbox went on for 90 minutes without showing it which 
I haven't been back to have a look at how well it did on YouTube, but I can imagine there'll be a lot of negative um, comments and thumbs down. I, d I, d I don't understand it. Just, just show it first. Like, this show started off with a bang. The show in Saints Row off straight off the bat. Like, Halo was, like, the seventh thing that was shown out of about 24 things. So, they I think last night they got it right. They're showing the, they're showing the good thing first. They're showing the big hype moments first just to get you in, to keep you entertained rather than prolonging it for so long and then not showing anything or just chew on it in at the end for 30 seconds. Do you know what I mean? It does... It, it, who, am I to, who am I to judge how to produce a show? Do you know what I mean? The only shows I've ever produced are ones that we've done internally. Do you know what I mean? So I'm not doing these multi-million pound shows and having people's IPs on the line. It doesn't work like that for me. I haven't got the opportunity to be able to do it. I'd love the opportunity to be able to do it. But yeah, it just it doesn't make sense. If you want that crowd to be gone and you want to keep people interested, show that thing first and then the rest of the things will follow on. Like Show the hype moments first. Anyway... I can see the chat popping, so we're going to go through that right now. I'm going to take a sip of a drink first, because I don't know if you can already hear it in the back of my throat. It's, it's a bit wobbly already. Um, so, going back up again. Oh, Spike's in here. Morning, Shagger. Um, all I care about is the Marvel Midnight Suns. Don't worry, we're going to be getting onto that. It looked amazing. I actually showed Samantha the trailer last night, and she looked, said it looked badass. Um, the fact that they're using, I'll, I'll, I'll hold that for the article. Otherwise, we'll have nothing to talk about. Vern takes a seat at the back of the bus. Uh, a new director's cut for Tsushima, so that's Miles Morales and the main action games for me, says Madge. Uh, Exposition, for fuck's sake, says uh, Iceman. Splitgate is the FPS with portals, baby. Yeah, I don't. Was it that one that was stumbling on? I can't remember. Um, it wasn't that one. It was the theme park one. It was a theme park one. Uh, Iceman says, so Jumanji game is based on the Robin Williams version. Yes, it is, but it did look like a mobile game. It did. Look, it looked like it had um, like a hood that you could just tap stuff. Um, I can't remember the name. Is it like click and... It's not point and click, like the mobile games. You know where you can do like... Where you have to find stuff in rooms like... Oh, what are they called? I can't remember what they're called, but you know the stuff where you have to like open a drawer and there might be a key in there and then you'll be able to go and open a door in another room, that kind of thing. Um, I can't remember what them game kind of games, but that's what it looked like to me. Eternally said, Death Stranding did nothing for me at launch. It did nothing for me last night. Join the queue. Um, Madge says, disclaimer, Bibi's primary language is English. I assure you that, lovely viewers. <laughs> Uh, thanks for the backup, Madge. I'm just having a meltdown this morning, as you can see. Uh, Enix says, yo. Good morning, Bib says, Gagad. Good morning, sure, 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 sure. Hope you're doing okay. Kojima knows where he's always going to get the main spotlight every time. I don't think he should have had that much time. I think that should have been in the mid-show. But anyway, uh, show should flow is the hashtag Madge is using. Uh, Tito says, I don't even have the patience to wait 20 minutes for a YouTube video anymore. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I think most people probably would have... You want, to, you want to get that hype moment, don't you? You want to be able to be in the show and just experience it with everybody else. That's exactly why we do watch-alongs. We want our friends to be on the podcast with us so we can have those conversations. We want you guys in the chat so we can read your comments out and have those conversations. Those are the hype moments for us, getting to enjoy it with you guys. But as the show goes on and you're expecting something and then nothing gets shown, it instantly just deflates everything. It's, it's not the best showing for your brand. But, hey, I'm not the multi-million pound uh, asset that they're using to publicize produce uh and market their game so what do i know i mean they could be uh get in contact jellymedia.com 
uh, we'll be able to get you as one of our clients and then we'll be able to do a better job for you. Anyway, uh, I got my Halo console pre-ordered but missed out on the Elite Series 2. I actually give you a shout out before because I noticed last night, £480 lighter um, you are now because you've got your new console, so good on you. I'll buy your old one off you for a tenner. Now you're okay, already sold it. Yeah, sold it to me for £35. Thank you very much, Jordan. I'm now fully stocked to the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X console. I'm fully invested in next gen. Thank you very much. Um, Park Beyond. Was that the one? Uh, that was the one. Yes, Ads. Park Beyond. It wasn't Split Gate. It was Park Beyond. Uh, pixel scanning games. I know I describe those sorts of games like Jumanji. Yeah, so... It's really weird. You usually get them on mobile games, um, but they did used to be massive in the nineties. So you would be in a, you'd like be in a room, and then there'd be a locked door, and then you have to scout, you have to look around the room, but it would all be in first person, so you'd never see your character. And then when you clicked on something, like a drawer would open, and then you'd find it in. But I can't remember the genre of the game. I don't think it's point and click because that would mean that it's, that's usually like clock tower or whatever, where you'd have your character move when you when you clicked on the floor. Anyway. That type of thing. Um, that's what it looked like. I didn't think it was going to be a fully fledged. It's not even a mobile game. It's coming out on Steam and Nintendo Switch, which, to be fair, you've got a pointer using your mouse and then the screen using your finger. So I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it did look. It didn't look great. It didn't look great. So I'll be very interested to see more about how uh, a, a licensed Jumanji game because they did actually bring one out with the with like The Rock and Kevin Hart and that. Uh, so I don't know how well that game did, but in, it apparently it's done well enough to be able to create a prequel with the Robin Williams ones. Pass, 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 pass. I don't think it will be licensed anyway because I think his son and daughter have mentioned before that they will never license his dad's likeness out for anything um, for financial gain, which is absolutely within their right and I fully agree with them rather than just cashing in on their dad's lifetime achievements and the acting roles that he ended up portraying. So we're very interested if it actually happens. Who knows? Interactive adventure game, I think, is usual drama. There you go. That's the that's the kind of thing that I was looking for. Yeah, I just I could. Do you know what I mean? I had no idea. It's it just fell out the side of my head. Like apparently words are this morning as well. Um, but in your opinion, guys, for you guys that watched it with us last night, I was watching it from the comfort of your own front room. What did what did you make of the show overall? Like there was a lot of hype moments in there. I think Saints Row was probably one of the biggest ones for me. I love the Saints Row franchise. I I couldn't tell you absolutely everything that happened in every single one of them. I, but despite me completing them, because it's not, I don't tend to go back to a lot of games and replay them unless they're Resident Evil. Um, but I do love a Saints Row game. I do feel it went a bit too OTT. I think it moved away. And it just embraced the craziness. So I think it kind of moved away from what I would like from a Saints Row game. This looks like it's kind of bringing it back again. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's massive. And obviously the Marvel thing that we're going to go into in a minute. Uh, Ad says it was decent, but it started to die off. Yeah, I think the last 25 minutes was kind of a bit meh. Um, glad you like Saints Row, Bibi. Your check is in the post. <laughs> oh... Well, uh, uh, yeah, uh, about 17 copies of the game so I can flog them to try and get some money back. That will be fantastic as well. Uh, Tito says two or three games I'm interested in, too many CGI trailers and not enough game footage for me. Um, I think that's that's the, that's the always the case in it, especially when you get to... Especially when you get to this point in the year, they don't try not to give away too much. I think video game marketing, uh, Martin, video game marketing is quite difficult these days because you can't please everyone... We don't get, 
Like, when was the last time that anyone bought PC Gamer or the PlayStation magazine or the Xbox magazine? I don't even know if they make it. They make an Xbox magazine anymore. I used to buy those every single month when I was a kid. Every single month, I would be looking at all these deep dives, all these interviews that you get. Like, I think companies were a lot more open back then because there wasn't the scrutiny of the internet. Like, how many times did you just have to go into the playground and speak to your mate about a potential player that you've seen on Championship Manager? Yeah, I'm talking Championship Manager, not you football manager guys that are new to the scene. I'm talking old school football manager games. Uh, sorry, Championship Manager games. I just fucked myself up there. <laughs> um, it, I think there's too much. In, there's too much scrutiny on the internet i think video game marketing is completely different than it used to be you used to just be able to open a magazine and you'd have a two-page spread on a brand new game that's coming out you'd have a deep dive into someone who's managed to play an early game uh, an early build of the game and then you'd have an interview with the developer or uh the the lead artist on it or something like that you don't get that nowadays and i think it's probably for a good reason the internet for all its glory is a cesspit genuinely is a cesspit of just people who you probably wouldn't speak to if they said hello to you in a pub do you know what i mean like the people they would usually be the people that are in the corner that you go okay i'm not even looking in that direction because they're probably going to glass me like it's it's weird it's you don't really uh, there isn't that much enjoyment on the internet anymore um so i i understand why they changed that i understand why they try not to show too much off because if you show too much of your game in a earlier state, I don't think it will do your brand any good because people just crop it, they take things out, they absolutely hammer it, they post it on Reddit, then you'll have thousands of people having a go at your game. Like That does nothing for development, does it? I mean, it will probably shape up, right, okay, we need to change that, we need to change that, but the negative opinions have already started. Like It's very difficult to try and win those people back because they'll just drop the pad and never play it again. So I understand how video game marketing has changed and evolved over years it's very difficult unless you work in unless you work in marketing and i know there's a few of you that probably have uh, who are in this chat or currently in it it's very difficult to be able to try and have balance because once people get turned off from your franchise it's very difficult to try and get them back and i know a lot of people have probably seen a few trailers over the last couple of days like through gamescom that they just have no they will. They know they will never touch that game again, and it's very difficult to try and bring them back round to potentially wanting to be able to play that game. Like, what do they need to do? Do they do they literally need to come into your front room, have a one on one chat with you about what you want from the game? It's very very difficult. It's especially if you've never been in this industry before. I mean, the video game industry is very similar to film and TV in terms of they are creating a storyline, they're creating a narrative for you to be able to try and enjoy whether or not that's sports, whether or not that's um, an action game, whether or not that is a point and click game. Like it's very difficult to try and hold your attention for a certain amount of time. Uh, it's it, it which is really weird actually because films seem to be getting longer, which trying to keep people in the cinema for longer is quite difficult, and that's usually why the rating starts to go down the longer the film is because it's difficult to try and hold your attention for a three-hour film in a cinema um but it, the film time seems to be increasing um but it's 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 so difficult to try and to try and find balance between everything and i'm an, i'm naive and big enough i mean not in weight because yeah i'm a big boy but it's I'm big enough to, to 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 hold my hands up and say I had no idea what it was like to be in this industry until I was in this industry, which is why nowadays, I mean, if you look back on my Twitter account, I 
don't get involved with anything because I know how difficult it is and I don't want to go into bat for anybody. Genuinely, I will not go into bat for anyone because I would rather spend my time doing something productive than arguing with someone about a graphic on a video game. It just it, It's a waste of everybody's time, genuinely. So I know a lot of people are probably in here thinking I'm talking about a specific game, which I'm not going to touch on today because it's not my place to be able to do that. Um, it's not a. It, this is about video games in general, not about a specific one. But genuinely, everyone is entitled to their opinion. That is absolutely fine. But if you want me to get involved with that, you probably won't like what I'm going to say. So I'm not going to say anything at all. But unless you're in an industry where you are producing content for people on a daily basis, or you are holding a multi multi billion pound contract in your hand, I'm very very certain if you was the owner of your company and you had this in your hand, your opinion would change drastically. And that's the only way that I can describe it. Unless you unless you have something on the line, it's very difficult to be able to try and have judgment on something. But anyway, anyway, I digress. We're going to talk about more video games. That is what we're here for at the end of the day. Um, let's talk about... Let's talk about XCOM's developer Marvel Super Game Midnight Suns because I know that is definitely one that a lot of people was having a... Uh, having a panic attack about because it was so fucking good. Um, yeah, let's press this button. This should work. Boom. Written on VGC by Andy Robinson. XCOM's developers Marvel game Midnight Suns is official. I really, 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 really want to play this trailer with the sound on because if you play this video, if you play this trailer without the soundtrack and a Sandman, it is a cover version. If I had one criticism of this trailer, I would have absolutely put Metallica's Enter Sandman in, but I imagine it would have cost a fuckload of money. I imagine they probably wouldn't have like, licensed it out, and I feel like it probably would have changed the direction of the, 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 the trailer itself. However, I fucking love Metallica, and I love Enter Sandman, and I just feel like every single person who tries to cover it doesn't do it justice. But, again, I digress. That is my opinion. Um, XCOM developer Fire Access has announced Marvel strategy game Marvel Midnight Sun. Players will be able to customize their own Marvel superhero, the first customizable or, uh, original hero in the Marvel universe, and fight alongside a forged friendships with Marvel superheroes spanning the Avengers, X Men, Runaways, and more. Marvel's Midnight Suns is a new tactical RPG that's in the dark side of the Marvel universe, putting your face to face against demonic forces of the underworld as you team up and live amongst the Midnight Suns, Earth's last line of defense reads the game synopsis through a twisted marriage of magic and science then <laughs> the nefarious <laughs> how do you say that and the nefarious force known as hydra has revealed lilith mother of demons after centuries of slumber lilith will stop at nothing to complete uh, to complete an ancient prophecy and summon her evil master <laughs> why does it do this to me why can't it just be called Debbie or something like that? It would have made my life a lot easier. But anyway, push to the brink. The Avengers desperately look to fight fire with Hellfire by enlisting the help of Midnight Suns. Nico, Blade, Magic, and Ghost Rider, young heroes with powers dis deeply rooted into the supernatural, formed to prevent the very prophecy Lilith aims to fulfill. Together, they resurrect an ancient war, the hunter Lilith's forsaken child, and the only hero known to ever have defeated her. 
The first Midnight Suns gameplay will be shown on Wednesday, the 1st of September. Get that in your calendars. And the game's release is currently planned for March 2022 on PlayStation 5, PS4, Xbox Series S and X, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and Windows PC via Steam and the Epic Game Store. My God, literally everything. Uh, we're thrilled to team up with Fire Axis Games who combine a history of building outstanding tactical games with an authentic love of Marvel superhero side. Bill Roseman, Vice President of Creative at Marvel Games. Marvel Midnight Suns offers players the chance to not only live alongside legendary heroes but to also experience an all-new original story that dives deep into the monstrous shadows of the marvel universe darkness falls rise up viruses creator jake solomon added i grew up reading and loving marvel comments uh marvel comics sorry uh, to be entrusted with these characters and their stories and honor for me and the team if you're a marvel fan or an rpg fan or a fan of tactic games marvel midnight suns will meet these beloved characters come alive in ways that you have never seen before. The existence of Firax's Marvel projects was first outed by multiple sources in June. A month earlier, 2K's parent company Take Two said that XCOM Studio would reveal a several exciting projects this year. So, ladies and gentlemen, again, if you can, if you want to go to the YouTube after this, if you missed this last night, go onto YouTube after this show, have a look at it. You will be gobsmacked at how good this game looks. I mean, we didn't see much of the gameplay. We kind of said yesterday that as soon as we've seen Fire Access at the uh, Fire Access at the end, it was either going to be like Civ or XCOM. I don't think the Civ type works with this, so it's absolutely going to be an XCOM game, as mentioned. This game looks absolutely dynamite. Um, the the biggest thing that I want to take away from this as well is that this set there again. This sounds like a pretty shitty thing to say, but it feels like they've used the Marvel B team in this game which is not a bad thing at all because i need more blade in my life it's really weird how the marvel how the marvel licenses are being used because blade was in fortnite not long ago and now he's in this game are we going to be seeing a new blade film at some point because blade i think was probably one of the first marvel films i ever watched and marvel was irrelevant to me about that what the fuck's marvel like <clears throat> no idea like it was it part of a comic book series or whatever then obviously after i watched it find a little bit more about him realize that it was part of a comic book franchise like I want to see more Blade, and I like the fact that Blade is being used in this. Ghost Rider, we haven't seen anything from Ghost Rider, apart from, again, in Fortnite, since Nicolas Cage portrayed him. Like, it's really weird. I mean, shout out to Wolverine, he's always going to be knocking about, but, like, it's so weird that they've kind of moved away from the Marvel's Avengers, which is great. Get them away from that franchise for the time being, and just use the B-team. It's mad. It's genuinely mad, but I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Uh, they already cast for the reboot of Blade. I mean, really? Is that true? Because that's completely gone over my effort, my head. In the if if that's the case, I know they did a TV show. I don't think that went down too well. Um, but anyway, I digress. It seems like they're using the Marvel B team in this uh, again, minus Wolverine and Iron Man. But yeah, it's it is what it is I, I can't wait to see more of this game i did actually download uh wasteland 3 the other day i know that's not an XCOM game but i haven't played a game like that in forever so i just want to get back into it a little bit i hope i can but i mean i've got a keyboard and mouse for my xbox now so hopefully i'll be able to use that on there if not i'll have to play it on pc i don't think the controller will probably work on that game but we're going to see more from this soon um get it in your calendar september 1st we're going to find out more about this game as and when it comes through which i'm super excited about it's one of my games of the of, of the show um we're going to dip it deep it, dig deeper into something a little bit more serious uh, to round out the show. I probably should have done this. I probably should have done the uh, XCOM thing at the end, so we're rounding off on something that's a little bit more positive. But um, 
We'd like to keep you updated as to what's happening with the uh, Activision Blizzard case as it as things start to progress. Obviously, there's things that progress every single day, but it's sometimes it's little small changes. Uh, sometimes it's obviously a lot bigger, and when it is a lot bigger, then we get then we let you guys know. Um, so this is the state of California alleges that Activision Blizzard's HR are shredded documents. Why would they be doing that? I think all points, uh, <laughs> everything leads towards something a little bit more sinister. Uh, but this has been written by Tom Phillips over at Eurogame. I'm just going to scroll down because it looks like they've actually had an update on something yesterday. So we're going to read the original document first and then re then scroll back up. Hey, 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 hey. Anyway, the state of California has beefed up its legal battle with Activision Blizzard and accused the firm's HR department of shredding documents related to staff complaints and internal investigations. These documents, California says, should have been kept pending its own legal investigation. The state has also criticized activision blizzard for enforcing ndas non-disclosure agreements for you guys that may not know what that means uh, which have hampered staff efforts to speak out for all involving uh, third-party legal firms wilma hale wilma hale yeah i got that right and uh, to investigate something california says directly interferes with its own efforts california have now filed an updated complaint against activision blizzard and widened the language of its original document to include a scope for temporary or contracted staff activision blizzard is yet to comment uh, comment on this latest development eurogamer has contacted the publisher for more the controversial thing uh, controversial hiring of wilma hale has now repeatedly come under fire first from a collective of activision blizzard staff known as the abk worker alliance and then some from the SOC Investment Group executive, uh, we'll just call him Dietzer for now on, uh, a major Activision Blizzard shareholder, nonetheless. Uh, this firm has a sterling reputation of a defender of the wealthy and connected, but it has no track record of uncovering track record of uncovering wrongdoing. Um, uh, like, how do you even pronounce that? Anyway, uh, the lead investigator does not uh, have in-depth experience investigating workplace harassment or abuse, and the scope of this investigation falls to address fails to address the full range of equality issues. Uh, Activision Blizzard bo uh, boss Bobby Kotick acknowledges the state of California originally filed a lot, uh, filed suit against Activision Blizzard in July over what is alleged to be frat boy culture uh, that created a breeding ground of harassment and discrimination against women. Its lawsuit also claimed there was a culture of constant sex harassment mainly at blizzard entertainment and the maker of world of warcraft diablo and overwatch since then activision has Act uh, activision has slowly made attempts to acknowledge the issues while eventually pressing on with the marketing campaigns troubling stories have surfaced of employee misbehavior and multiple men have left the company but there's clearly still a long way to go so since then since that news article broke yesterday at 11.30 over at Eurogamer, there has been an update around two hours later, which I'm going to go through now after this quick break. There we go. Um, Activision Blizzard has responded to the latest development surrounding the newly updated lawsuit filed by the state of California. The publisher's statement lies in full below. Throughout our engagement with the DFEH, State, uh, state of California's Department of Fair Employee and Housing, we have compiled with very proper request in support of its review. Even as we have been implementing reforms to ensure our workplaces are welcoming and safe for every employee, those changes continue today and include the following. Several high-level personnel changes, revamped hiring and recruitment practices uh, requiring diverse interview panels, greater transparency on pay quality, 
expanded and improved training and investigative capabilities for human resources and uh, compliance staff, created investigation teams outside of businesses uh, business units to support greater independence, restructured divisions to support greater accountability, enhanced review processes to include evaluation of managers by employees, and clear boundaries on workplace behaviour with zero tolerance approaches to harassment, uh, harassment and other actions that diminish or marginalise. Uh, this is a quote. Uh, we strive to become a company that recognises and celebrates the diverse talents and perspectives that lead to the creation of great globally appealing entertainment. We have provided to the DFEH with clear evidence that we do not have any gender pay or promotion and disparities. Our senior leadership has to increasingly diverse with a growing number of women in key leadership roles across the company. We share DFEH, DFEH's goal of a safe, inclusive workplace that rewards employees equitably and are, common, are committed to set an example that others can follow. With regards to claims that we've destroyed information by shredding documents, those claims are not true. We took appropriate steps to preserve information relative to the DFEH investigation. Right. So this has obviously been going on for a while. They have been uncovering stuff. All of the changes that they seem to have made here is based off of what? That's the first thing that jumps out to me. We read, we've read so much over the last two months about this case. If they thought they was doing nothing wrong in the first place, why have they suddenly had a change of heart and started bringing out stuff like this? These bullet points are something that should already be being put through your company. So it makes, it makes no sense why they would now start to frantically change everything to try and please people. It's so bizarre how they're, not, they're still not holding the hands up. Like we was, we was doing things from the start correctly anyway, so therefore we don't have to change anything, but we're going to make some changes then just to say that these changes have been in place for a long time. It's it's so backwards. I will, I won't understand how, I'll never understand how they're trying to cover all of this up. It's a bold statement, I know, to say that they're covering it up, but when you have drastic changes happening in your company off of the back of lawsuits coming in and then claiming that you've not changed anything. It doesn't sit well with me. Do you know what I mean? It it, it it's, it's a bit fishy. It's a bit fishy. But they are trying now to create a new place that doesn't get them off the hook by any stretch of the imagination. They are trying to create this now. Better late than never. So the people who are working there may have a better chance of creating games because the people who are working there probably always wanted to work in video games, especially working on games like Call of Duty, like World of Warcraft, like Overwatch games that they probably would have played growing up. Obviously not Overwatch because that's relatively new, but games that they would have played growing up, they've always wanted to be a part of. They had the opportunity and then it just turns out that it's an absolute circus there. It's a completely different environment than you would have imagined. You probably would have wanted to stay there because it's your dream job, regardless of the way that you're being treated. You try to speak up about it. Your, your complaint that you've spent hours drafting and having the heart to be able to come up and say in the first place has then apparently just been put in the shredder like this is outrageous from the top down and i'm glad that enough people have spoke out i'm glad that people have gone out and they have uh walked out of the company they have gone on strike they have done all they need to do to try and get attention onto this and now companies like this they don't have anywhere to hide like their their whole business is your head's in the guillotine kind of thing like you, you are seconds away from having the whole thing uncovered but they they have ex very expensive lawyers that will be able to try and get them uh, out of these situations 
with a minimum effect to their workplace. If the minimum effect is changing the entire way that your whole company is being run, then that's the best outcome. As a best outcome for the people who are working there, for the people who want to be able to work there, and obviously for people who want to create video games for the world and have their work being put in the st- in the storefront. So yeah, it's it's a step in the right direction. It still pisses me off that they aren't holding their hands up and they're just waiting for people to uncover something that they can't get out of, which seems like they have been doing, but they're still managing to get out of, which blows my mind. But anyway, I'm gonna go through your comments uh, before we round up the show. Uh, my only negative is that the change the Ghost Riders look for the Chinese market, and then there's an arrow there, so I can't see it. No skull. Uh, not on Game Pass. Not interested, says Tito. <laughs> fire, fire axis, fur axis games. Uh, Bibi with a thumbs up. Is that how you pronounce it? I've always said fire axis, which is bizarre considering there's no e. But anyway, Ghost Rider looks more like the Joker with flames. Um, blade with a blade with Triple H in it. I know there's Robbie Reyes version, but still don't like it. Why is he smiling? Uh, he's staring into your soul. <laughs> Blade is going to be played by uh, Mashallah Ali. I did not know that. Um, and it's de- de- debated between Phase 4 and 5. Decent casting choice, to be fair. He played Cottonmouth in Luke Cage, which I really enjoyed, which I've never watched. Uh, there's a lot of things that I haven't watched on Netflix that are Marvel-based. I mean, I, to be fair, cards on the table, I am a DC guy, but there's loads of DC stuff that I haven't watched, a TV series. Like, I started watching Arrow, then it started to get put in with flash and it was like you have to watch this and then agents of um is it agents of tomorrow or something like that i can't remember um but yeah there was loads of stuff that got it it just got a bit too convoluted for me i lost it i lost interest and then moved on uh like i tend to do with a lot of things but anyway very similar to moving on. That is it for today's show. I appreciate every single one of you that stopped by for today. Um, we do have one show left, which is tomorrow. So if you want to help shape that show, there is two ways that you can do that. First of all, find us on social media. It is at Ice Cream Uploads across all major social media platforms. Or get involved with our Discord. If you are watching this on any of our on-demand services, please go into the description below. All the information and links that you require will be listed there. But all we need from you is URL plus your thoughts and impressions. We will then give you our thoughts and impressions on the very next show, which... Maybe at around 10 a.m. tomorrow, who knows? But it's going to be 10 a.m.-ish. Um, so, yeah, please feel free to join us on that. I think Graham said that he was going to be playing PUBG today. I haven't spoke to him about it, so he might not do. I don't know, but obviously the only way that you can find out is by following our social media accounts. You'll be notified when we go live. Uh, obviously, if you aren't following this account, please feel free to do so. Again, you'll be notified when we go live. But, again, as always, guys, there's two things that I want you to do. First of all, I want you to look after yourselves. Second of all, Stay frosty!